0: Believe it or not not all stoners just sit around eating pizza playing xbox join jd a stoner who loves to chat and learn as he speaks to entrepreneurs and professionals who are high and motivated unfortunately along the way jd's weed smoking ass might waffle about his own life and thoughts
1: So, if you like a spliff, have a side hustle, or want to start one, sit
0: back, light up, and enjoy the 460.com. More than just a stoner. Yo, what's up, internet? It's JD. Just want to take this time to say thank you to a few groups on the Facebook. We have got the Proud Stoners UK, the UK Growers, and the UK 420 Community. They've been proper cool, letting me speak to their members, and you know, hopefully, let me share stuff. So hopefully, we can grow all our communities together. Talking about, will you please take this time to subscribe to this damn channel? Get this news out there. Cool, man. Let's get on with today's show. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm open to anything really. I mean, I I grew up, um, my mum's a hippie, so I grew up with cannabis not really being frowned upon. It was part of kind of culture to a degree. It was in and around friends and family growing up. So it was never never really frowned upon. Um, So I did get into it when I was about 16, um, just being young and daft. And then I stopped to join the army and then I left the army and I didn't take it for a number of years i figured i'll not bother again Mm -hmm. and then um ptsd symptoms started to surface so i started taking it again and um and the ptsd symptoms subsided i've been given a ludicrous amount of um, medication from doctors over the years um each one i take for a few weeks and then just give up hope with it and throw it away and nothing Mm kind of comes as close as what cannabis does for me um and primarily i just smoke it um, once all the chores are done, but I'm I'm an open-minded individual. I do my research on it as best I can, and um, understand that. I do it for a couple of reasons one recreational and um, to help with um, relaxing my little bitty. Um so I, you know I do see the downsides to people getting kind of stuck into it for recreational reasons especially if they're really young for the you know the, the underdeveloped brains and how it can mm-hmm. impact them, them. Um, but certainly for a 36 year old grown adult that's made uh, his way this far in life so far I think I'm capable of making my choices and it seems to work best for me and I get um, a psychological evaluation once every. Day from the NHS it's it's a pretty poor service to be honest but when I do get evaluated I'm very honest about my cannabis use and and I've not once been discouraged um, from doing it especially the fact that I don't take any other sort of medication um, from my day to day Uh, But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. My wife's wife's quite against anything that's illegal, um, but recently her pain levels have been getting that much that uh, she's let me um, make it into um, some edibles for her. But the problem you've got there is dosing, where's the line? How do you control it and how do do I give her enough for it to affect her in the right way but not too much to make her never want to go near it again, which is... The problem of it not being legal is I could walk into a shop in somewhere like Canada or America with my wife explain her symptoms and they can make recommendations and we can get into it, you know, in a very controlled environment. But unfortunately the way the system is at the moment, we have to, you know, kind of blindly bash our way through YouTube videos to try and figure out the best way of consuming it for someone that doesn't smoke.
0: That's what I mean, it's it's not fair like that, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's it, you know, there should be support for that sort of thing. Like you say, when the other countries where it's legal, they get to, you know, read how much is in it and I would yeah. make edibles and how much to put in it to fill a certain amount, do you know what I mean? I've only ever it's made contrary. them, well, I, I wouldn't even know how to make them I've only ever had mates making, but, but you know what I mean? So that's why I want to talk to people like you because how can it be illegal, you know what I mean, when after you've all you've been through and all you've done, so let's just start... Back,
1: so, how how old were you when you joined the army? Hey, I was twenty three when I joined the army.
0: And is that just
1: something uh, you always wanted to do, like growing up? Or is that just- yeah, it was a kind of boyhood thing that I figured. Too. In fact, it happened quite strangely. I made the decision around about 10 o'clock in the evening one night and, <laughs> and I got myself that engrossed in the fact that I'd made that decision. I couldn't get to sleep. So I stayed awake <laughs> all night and um, and got on the first train from uh, the wee town I was staying into the major city nearby. Uh, the next morning, without any sleep, walked into the recruitment office and said, I don't need a sales pitch, I'm good to go. I get. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a- man. It took about a year because, um, well, sorry, nine months because I had uh, I had a full-time job at the time, so it was difficult to go to testing and things like that. But they were very accommodating. And um, after all the tests, uh, that, that was me in the army. Um, it took about nine months from start to finish from walking into the recruitment office. But, uh, yeah, so... I bet, I, that would...
0: was a, I bet that was a feeling that first day.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I grew up in the system. I uh, come from a very big family. And, uh, unfortunately, I was in children's homes for a, a huge part of my childhood. So... Going from that into a kind of militarised um, environment, it wasn't that big of a culture shock for me, and I adapted to it quite well. Uh, I'm not particularly fond of running; that was my only downside. And <laughs> when you join the infantry, you, you 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 know kind of own those skills a bit. Yeah, that that was yeah. the, the kind of major sucky bit about it. But
0: apart Bye. from that. I think it does. I think, you know, a lot more people should be put through their paces. Do you know what I mean? I think discipline builds something in you and like a routine, and you know yeah it, do you it's you don't want to, have to it do, making yourself do things
1: you don't want to do is a good thing yeah i found it quite funny because after leaving that uh that environment i wound up in a call center doing sales work and, and i did really well in that industry um mm-hmm. because my job is basically to speak to people engage with them get them talking and uh, essentially get them to like you and like what you're selling to a degree mm-hmm. and um and I adapted to that quite well, but quite often you would get these adventure days out with the office and um, it would be like rock climbing and, and, and kayaking and, 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 you know, kind of things like that. And it was yeah. for the top, top performers. And I always felt like I was out with primary school kids um, when I did things like that because these were office workers and I was a kind of outdoors person. So yeah. I, I, thought it was, I, I kind of looked like Superman compared to them simply because <laughs> I was ex-military. And there was another lad that was ex-army as well. So both him and I were kind of pitting against each other because... Going against any of the office workers was a bit. Don't want to sound kind of big headed, but it was a bit too easy. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You
0: know, rock I mean.
1: climbing and, and you know yeah. plunge. That's under. what I
0: mean. He'll be oh. <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, so. it was a good day out to him and I. But to the office workers, it was a bit out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, definitely, it it does kind of spur you on to um take on challenges with a different viewpoint once you've done the military. But um you,
0: you know, you're from you're from you know, just from your childhood and that man, when you go through things, it makes you stronger, doesn't it? I know it's I yeah. Know,
1: definitely.
0: It does, it does though. That's the problem, though. Yeah. A lot a lot a lot of
1: today's people are too soft, man. Yeah, I mean it's all like relative. They would
0: survive in that
1: sort of thing, would they? I, I got um, injured whilst um, in, in Afghanistan. I bust my shoulder up and um and I wound up in physiotherapy for, for a number of months and um and I was in there with people missing legs and missing arms and back to their face and of course they turn to me and say what's wrong with you and I'm saying nothing's wrong with me mate yeah. I've got shoulder I'm fine and, and a lot of the time we'll say well don't let my injury diminish your pain levels and um, so, so it's all relative you know my, my wife was very fortunate to have a, a quite a nice upbringing yeah. and, and it was quite night and day compared to mine's and um, you know her idea of a bad day and my idea of a bad day are two totally different things yeah um, but it doesn't diminish the fact that if she's struggling, she's still struggling. So it is all relative, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think having a wee bit of a, a few knocks growing up, certainly kind of toughens you up to the... Definitely,
0: man. And, like, I'm, I'm, you know, and when we talk about that, so I- I think effort is personal, do you know what I mean? Like someone's effort, you know, we're not evenly yep. really matched everyone, but as long as you put your own effort, yeah. you know, your own maximum effort in, then, you know what I mean, you're going to grow, aren't you? I it's found
1: effort. that in sales. I used to get hauled into um, big meetings, and uh, and to begin with, they were incredibly daunting because, mm-hmm. I mean, my job is going on up that hill, I'll go on up the hill, but to get into sales and, and getting a hold in. And, and at one point I turned around to a, a boss and said, look, actually, I'm actually, I'm giving you everything I have. I'm giving you my best right now. Um yeah. I can't give you any more. If it's not good enough, I'll get I can't it. do it. Yeah, my best is my best. You know, it, yeah. uh, giving you that, you can't, I can't physically, you know, it's asking for 25 hours in a 24-hour day. You can't do it. No, so. you can't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a yes man as well. I like being a yes man at work. Do you know what I mean? I'm, Yeah. I'm paint by trade. And I'm yeah. my job because I'm mean, a yes man. If you know, jobs have to. I understand, like you know, real world things have to happen now. You can't. There's no excuses sometimes, is there? Yeah. <clears throat> but but I, know, I, I like The you know, same as you like. But I like the gym for that. I love. For me, I need dedication and routine, and yeah, myself. Otherwise, I wander in life and I get, I go down the wrong path. You know what I mean? Be fine. If I'm, uh, if, I, I'm <laughs> I, if I'm on the right path, mate, I'm dangerous. But if I'm on the wrong path, I'm dangerous.
1: <laughs> I was very lucky. I met uh, my wife just before I left the army. Prior to me getting in the army, I was kind of, I could live out of a suitcase. I could go where I want. And, and and I met my wife and we got married and had a little boy and whatnot. And that, that certainly, um, mm. from just kind of living out of a suitcase and wandering about, you know, so it kind of anchored me and gave me some roots. Yeah, man. You know, but, like, you know, was, of, I'm married technically as well, but I'm not,
0: we're not together. But, you know, she was saying yeah. for me, you know, I'll take yes. my, <laughs> my back on it you know, a little bit. You know, I lost focus a bit before you know You know what I mean? You mess it all up, but but you know, as long as you learn from something, then
1: yeah, you, you succeed know, or you learn. That's that's a good way of um, I think it was Conor McGregor that said that you win or you learn. So, yeah,
0: exactly. Man, you just gotta learn. That's what I'm doing now. I've realized for huh. me, I need to talk to. My biggest problem, why he went wrong, is I didn't talk to anyone. I kept yeah. it all in my head and built it up. Whereas, mm-hmm. as soon as I spoke about it, things started getting better. So I've just gone further now. as well, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> so this yeah, is what definitely. The podcast is my therapy, man. I'm just yeah. thinking, just then, you've got a great voice, you know, and you're fluent talking, and you've got experience, man. You should be doing something like this, a podcast. Well, you
1: know, I am having to enunciate quite heavily because I know the Scottish accent can come across quite aggressive or around- on. An audible, um yeah,
0: well you can, you, I'm, so. I'm starting this like because I'm going to be going on with this segment. So if you want to just come on here a few times, come on here whenever you want. Or yeah, man, you're yeah, welcome I'll... to come on here, man. Start building yourself up, and if you want to know how to do it. uh,
1: I tend to sit in my shed in an evening once I've done my my daily tasks and um, what I've found is a good outlet for me Um, much like you're talking is um, kicking the crap out of bits of wood with a hammer and chisel and and carving stuff and farting about with things like that that's a a really good outlet for me and I tend to do that most evenings for an hour or two Uh, and it's a bit of exercise as well I suppose It's
0: creative, well I've been creative, I do I've started, you know, I've, I've, I've got a clothing brand I'm starting, you know, just... I just love being creative, and weed works for me. I, I, like we, we have two different lives here, mate. I mean, yeah. I understand you, 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 I, I'm just a recreat- – obviously, I was a drug addict, so I'm still a drug addict, but I'm doing well at the minute. But mm-hmm. marijuana, if I if, if I focus on marijuana, I'm not a lazy person off here. I know my uses. I know what I can use, know what I can't use. It just does me good. My life gets better, so I'm just going to – I just, just want to show people that you haven't got to be laying on the sofa eating pizza you can become, yeah. Whereas you're from, you actually use it <clears throat> on salary recreation as well, but it does help you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I um, I suffer from, from PTSD. Mm. A, a lot of people say, you know, I, I was in the army and, and a lot of people get stories and, and everybody's story is individual to them. And, and I would never take anything away from anybody. but my job in, in the military when I, when I was in the army was point man of an infantry in. so I don't, I, again, I don't want to say like, oh, I was, you know, in the war in Vietnam or, you know, but you do get to see some pretty awful things when you're over there and um, it doesn't matter how tough you are growing up or what life experiences have, have kind of thrown at you and made you stronger as a result of nothing can prepare you for dealing with that sort of thing and, your brain hasn't got the ability to process it because it's never had to process it before. So it doesn't know how to do it. So you, you do end up in a bit of a predicament. And if you don't reach out or you don't find a solution to the problem, mine being smoking cannabis and, and hammering away or chiseling and even that seems to work for me. And it's worked quite well for the last 10 years. So... Um, but yeah, it it's it's had a huge impact on my mental well-being, being able to smoke cannabis and and having that outlet and that, that time to myself in an evening. Because I can have a busy day, you know, having kids and well, I've only got the one, but having a little boy, my wife's quite disabled, so um, my day-to-day can be a little bit busy from time to. Time. Don't get me wrong, I get plenty of lazy moments as well. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, definitely having having cannabis calms me down. It, it doesn't. Uh, I used to get. Um, Quite bad dreams. Um, uh, I mean, they were fairly frequent, um, yeah, and, and, and they gradually get less and less and less. But definitely, smoking cannabis is is reduced them massively, massively. My wife notices it because she kind of frowns upon it, but accepts the fact that I do do it, and not yeah. a whole lot can change about that. And she has noticed the difference in my behaviour when I do and when I don't smoke. So, um, and there's been times where she's kicked me up the backside and says, "Get to your bloody shed and have a smoke for God's yeah. sake." You know, she can see the, not necessarily the temper creeping in, but she can see the negative energy kind of coming the, uh, from them. Yeah, me. So, she 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 can see. You
0: know, she she knows you.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm generally. I am generally a relaxed guy because I grew up in children's homes and had to deal with you know yeah. assholes from an early stage. Yeah. No, you know frustrates me or wings me up. So I am fairly chilled out at the, at the best of times, but um, there are moments where I get you know anxious or, or wound up or, or, or had a bad day or, or you know bonfire night or something like that. <laughs> bonfire night's horrible for veterans. Oh, I bet mate. You know, I mean,
0: we don't think about things like like.
1: Well, you know, it's but you don't want you wouldn't want to take that away for kids, you know. You just, uh, no, um, I understand, it, but, yeah. You know what but, I mean? Like, yeah. People, but
0: you know, not many people have jobs where when they go home all years later
1: they can't forget it. Yeah, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's it's not. It's I, I hate playing that kind of victim sort of role. Why? Oh, no, we're what, human beings. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. We, but
0: people, it's, I, the I very much like things under trauma.
1: Yeah, I I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm very open and very honest, and 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 I really don't care much about whether people approve or disapprove of the way i speak Mate, about I'm it i'm right just, just quite honest about it and it leaves no confusion as well um you know i've had um, Mate, jobs. being true, be true to
0: yourself being true to yourself is a good place to start you you you're just the same person every day i was lying yeah. i was playing a different character every day i forget who oh, i'm telling what to it's a stressful life you know not nothing like how you've been through but do you know what i mean for me if i just start the truth no one can say anything about, about me, because I've told you, I've told everyone what I've done, I've done, been a bit of coke habit, i pissed it all up the wall. If I tell people, what they got against me, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? you just got to be, but I've got another mate, a good mate, uh, uh, Chris, who's you know in the army, he's got PTSD. He, he uses it for for it as well, mate. And in America, yeah. there are research studies out that say it really helps, and people come yeah. off all their drugs for it. Like I think about seventy odd percent people that you know it, it works for them with a the PTSD. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I to just ignore that.
1: I would hate to turn the conversation political, but I'm a, a, an SNP fan. Like a whole lot of people in Scotland, my wife and I are, are big fans of um, Nicola Sturgeon. But one of the things that the SNP try and approach quite a lot of the time in Parliament is um, the legalisation of cannabis mm-hmm. and how it, how it works. And um, as as much as it pains me, I, I, I have a hell of a lot of uh, English friends, um, but as much as it pains me, I would like independence of Scotland. And, and yeah. it's not the deciding factor but it's certainly a factor if um, if we are, are you know lobbying for that in parliament and getting told no it would stand to reason that we would continue to lobby for it if we got independence but we wouldn't have Westminster to tell us no we would have the Scottish people to decide to vote on it and I think we would get a yes on it if we did end up putting it to their vote um, but like it you know, yeah. In America, there's um. I read a lot about what happens in America and, and I find it really fascinating, really interesting, mainly because I think if it does take off in the UK, I'd love to be involved in the industry. Mm. But, so I feel as though it's perhaps a little bit of homework. Or, um, but when I'm uh, looking at uh, America, there's uh, individual states are clearing over a billion dollars a year in tax revenue from the sale of cannabis. Mm. Uh, there was a, a particular mayor that did a, a chat with a, a, a kind of blog or, or whatever it might be, but they wound up on the internet. And um, and he was asked the question: Do you think that they'll ever reverse the decision to make it um, legal? And he says, "Well, this state's getting a billion dollars a year. (laughs) Do you think anybody's going to turn that tap off?" And that was the simple answer. Can you imagine how? I mean, because let's face it: I'm going to smoke it, and you're going to smoke it, regardless of whether it's legal or not. I
0: want it to go (laughs) to the right people, but
1: yeah, they
0: don't want money.
1: You know, the fact that it's illegal doesn't... And Russell Brand put it very well when it comes to drugs. The fact that it's illegal doesn't change the fact that I'm going to do it. It just makes it an inconvenience. So why the hell is the government not going to cash in on this? I mean, they would turn on a big tax revenue that can help people. You know, I mean, we would love to see that they could convert that.
0: Any business right now in the world that isn't pivoting to survive is Mm -hmm. going to fail. Yeah. We have... £2, £3 a day in tax, we could all be paying for our 10 bag, couldn't we? Do you know what I mean? How are we not doing that?
1: It's, it's going to the wrong people. We want it. Yeah, because the sales are happening. Those purchases are happening it's, all they, over they've the They've
0: got to create the market. It's already yeah, there.
1: Exactly, yeah. It, they just legalise it. And one of the big concerns prior to it becoming legal in America was um, people buying, you know, horrible products that were genetically changed and, mm. and horrible compounds used on it. So the industry was really nervous about making sure that they kick off with a clean reputation. And they've really maintained that. The cannabis industry in, in America, it's, it's run like laboratories. It's so well put together. Mm. The, honesty, the transparency, and it really does work. So I don't see why they're not using that platform. But then it might be in the pipelines. These sort of things take if a long
0: time. I've had... Uh, you- one day hopefully in the future i'll have a few of us all together we'll meet up actually for like a round table we'll meet and have a chat because you you'd love gaz who's been on the podcast boys you know he's very knowledgeable on this you two would have a good chat but mm-hmm. i was quickly thinking about that when you were saying about trying to get into the industry if it become legal that's exactly mm-hmm. what i want to do because uh when i got unhappy and all that they say if you can make your passion your your job that's halfway to job. Could...
1: yeah so was it was
0: uh... this really like it's just I just want to, I just want to get to get my name about it, get to meet people and see what happens. Like, do you know mm. I mean, just network with people. Show,
1: yeah. <clears throat>
0: meet all the stoners. I ain't just sitting at home. You know, I don't think there's many of them just sitting at home. I think there's people out there that are comedians that are writing music, that are business owners. That are, you know what I mean.
1: Just do you know the jobs I've had and I, and I've always smoked. I've been a baker. I mean. I've like I mentioned before, I've travelled around a lot and I lived out of a suitcase. kit. I mean, when I was 16, I went to the Isle of Man with £30, two bin bags and a boat ticket. I was a bit of a kind of, I want to get out there and crack on and, <laughs> and see what happens. And um, as a result of all the different things I've done in this world... Um, I've ended up doing quite a lot of different jobs. Um, over the last kind of 10 years, it's been towards sales, but I've sold cars for a living. I had to set exams uh, in order to sell finance. If you don't pass the exam, you don't get to sell cars. Um, the car salesperson has to do that. I, I was still able to maintain that. I used to sell um, quite a lot of different products. I mean, working for Xerox, my job was to get in front of the directors and try and tell them that my stuff was better than the stuff they've got at yeah. the moment. So, I Had to be firing on all cylinders switched on, and at the moment you don't know the answer to a question or show a sure degree of incompetence, that potential customer's faith in your product drops. Mm. So, you've got to be on it. And quite a lot of people I know in, in the sales industry are, are quite heavily into drugs, usually, it's the kind of uh, you know, the cocaine and, and the kind of yeah. upper, shall we say, um, but there's quite a lot and you know, into their cannabis as well, and it doesn't it doesn't diminish their work, it doesn't diminish the result of what, you know, it doesn't diminish their, their end of month figures. Um, if anything, they hit it with a smile on their face, unlike most of those people, hit it with the stress levels really high. So. I,
0: I can see how, because like, I'm the same with that though, but I think cannabis just, just slows it down a little bit, puts it all in place. Yeah. It? Otherwise it's a bit fast for me, in my head. I've got a very, yeah. I'm like you, I'm like, <clears throat> I've had a few different jobs, but I love learning things. I've always got a different hobby, interested. you yeah you know, i've got tunnel vision on it and i think i think weed helps me find a balance between all them this is the first time in my life i can balance things normally i yeah. tunnel vision or you know four ball glazing at it um mm-hmm. whereas this time i've just learned to you know i've got time i always thought 33 was old oh my god i've been married i'm gonna get divorced probably you know eventually whatever <laughs> but i mean, it ain't old do you know what i mean, no. I mean there ain't no rush for nothing i just want to talk to people like you and help where i can mate you you should be doing
1: something you you're i I am a big um i am a big advocator of it um but i do understand that one of the things that a lot of people say is it's the gateway drug or or, you know people that haven't been in that environment or been around it people Mm. that are naive naive to the way that world works you know somebody such as my wife that's never been around anything like that she Mm. was quite Terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Um it just, it's illegal, so that's the end of it. And mm-hmm. and quite shocked that I did it um, when we first met. But you know, <laughs> we, we kinda, I kinda talked her through it. As, like, <laughs> it is what it is. it's not gonna change if that's you know gonna be the deal breaker for the relationship, you may as well know straight away. Yeah. And and she saw past it and now she just sees it as part of the, the kind of evening routine for me that, that helps chill me out and day to day I do the dishes and cook dinner and stuff like that. So she's quite happy with that. But people that haven't been around cannabis and, and have a, a viewpoint kind of like what my wife had before we met yeah. they, they they might be a bit scared to use it if they are in pain so at the moment I'm um I've, I've, I've managed to convince my wife that it may be a good idea to try it mm-hmm. but as i mentioned before dosings of things like that but she's that scared of it and that nervous about it but for people that are that are struggling and, and perhaps see it as this big negative demon that you shouldn't go near because two weeks later you're going to be snorting heroin out of a hooker's arsehole you know it's it's not that bad a thing but anybody that is struggling with pain because I see it in my wife every day she really does struggle and and it's heartbreaking but anybody that is struggling with pain they just need to have a chat with people like yourself or listen to podcasts like this to try and get a better understanding about it you know it's not going to lead to all these horrible things I mean don't get me wrong I was a young man at one point and I wasn't always a choir boy um but Coming from the background of children's homes, I was surrounded by drugs growing up, and I had no interest in it. I started smoking <laughs> when I was sixteen, and, um, That's cool, and it, I have done other things, but nothing too severe—just silly things at parties and, and what have you. But generally, I've always went back to cannabis and never bothered my backside with anything else because I'm not right. interested. And I'm the so. same.
0: Cannabis has always been left me, but the, and the only time that I've gone on to the other drugs, it's honestly is when I've been uh, drinking. Yeah. I don't drink. Yeah. I haven't had a drink
1: this year. You know, I don't drink myself. Agreed. I, I, I can't. It,
0: it doesn't agree with me. It doesn't agree with me.
1: And and the the consequences of having a drink is you can make an arse of yourself and generally yeah, you'll have a every
0: man. time, every time. <laughs> you'll yeah. generally have a
1: hangover the next day as well. Whereas you, I tend to wake up fresh after a smoke in the evening. doesn't, it? So, I mean, the most
0: embarrassing thing you've ever done is eat a couple of pizzas and, you know... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, giggle too long at something that wasn't that I mean, funny. You know, maybe
0: a little bit of weed come out, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, but we, um we, yeah
0: I even tell, like, I'm honest about my life and I can't even tell my stories <laughs> about yeah. it. Because, you know I mean? It's not me. Honestly, it wasn't me. I'm not a drinker. I started earning good money at work, had my own business, started going out, you know, being flash. I started getting into... I started collecting whiskey for fucking out of the blue. I mean, you know, expensive bottles. I just become a Wally, mate. Whereas this, like with me, I love the gym. I've got to learn to slow down my talking, mate. I get carried away. No,
1: no, talk away. I'm guilty of that myself, but I can understand you quite clearly. So, uh, yeah, thank If, if speak no one else can, we'll be all
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do a, I'll have to type it out. We'll have to do it as a blog yeah. post. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I much agree with the alcohol side of it, the amount of diseases that come from alcohol abuse. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. I've got a, a brother, I mean, alcohol I mean substance abuse in my family um, mm-hmm. to the degree is quite, quite bad. I've got an older brother that's, that's that's substance abuse, just about anything he could ever get his hands on, burnt all bridges with his family and, and just went down that rabbit hole in a real horrible way and has been down that rabbit hole for about 15 years, but it's the classes and the real nasty side of drugs. Yeah. Uh, um, i got another brother that's a recovering alcoholic he's, um, he's about I think he's an eight year queen now he's doing really really well he's running his own business and the person he was, when, when he was really bad um, the person he was um, he was a product of uh, the world he was in you know and who he is now is who he is you know it, it just took him a while to get there and I mean I, I as I mentioned before grew up in children's homes I grew up in some not very nice places in Glasgow um, areas like Govan and and. The, pretty rough areas you know not not the nicest of places and um, my wife always gets a little bit baffled when she hears about my childhood and and wonders why I am the way I am now because I'm quite a chilled out guy yeah good dad and whatnot And, and, uh, and the way I explain it is I was a product of my environment I was who I had to be to survive the world I lived in and the person I am today is the person I am Exactly. I just, I just get to choose who I am now because I'm an adult and I can make more choices. But,
0: but mate, do, do you know how much that? Do you know how much that takes to be that sort of person? Because a lot of people can just feel sorry for themselves. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Understand and sorry for yourself. You can't even. As, but if you can use it as a, well, what, 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 what can happen to me if I've been through the worst of what I think it is? Yeah. And you survived. The best thing about being a human is when you realise you're not made of glass.
1: Yeah, when you get yeah. punched up
0: the face, it's like the first time you've been punched, you think I'm gonna die if I get punched. You, you, yeah, you get whacked, you, you, you don't just die, do
1: you? <laughs> no, do yeah. you? Well, I, I've got three brothers and, and 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 spent some time in children's homes as a kid, so mm. yeah, I learned I wasn't made of glass for an early age, but it does toughen you up. I was exposed to the kind of it's nothing worse, There's nothing worse yeah. than
0: school day one. And you ain't got no brothers or nothing, and someone picks on you, and you don't know what's happened. You don't. You've never been in this situation. If you turn yeah. on school day one and you got two or three brothers, and someone's messing about, you already well, been in rucks with him. You know, just give him a slap, and it will stop.
1: Well, the, the joys of the the way I grew up. I I went to sixteen <laughs> different schools throughout my childhood, and um and I had to be the new guy um again and again and again and That's again. And every you know every, every now and then you would get someone come up to you and ask you on day one like, "Are you tough?" and <laughs> Of course the the answers I can look after myself, it doesn't matter how big they are. Right. Like, and yeah, and um yeah, as long as you get a thumb in the eye or do something the get way you do. So, as long as you get a hit in at least, then they won't come back the next week. But um yeah, those occasions where, where that would happen. And, and, and you know you just, you just don't
0: want to be you just don't want to be scared in that situation, do you? You
1: wanna know what you do. doing. Yeah. Like. yeah, I it kinda Taught you to be tough. So and once also, I hit... oh, had. Having, was, was... <laughs>
0: having my brother as well, it's always been healthy competition. So we've always got better at something quicker.
1: Yeah, I, I did enjoy that with my older brother We're still competitive To the, the downside Well, um, as I mentioned One's a recovering alcoholic Who's doing really well for himself now One is still very much down the rabbit hole Of, of hardcore substance abuse Another one's a bit of a substance abuser And a bit of an idiot that I don't talk to So unfortunately, I don't get to compete with them anymore No, like- um, uh, that drive's is not there but um, no I tried to be uh, competing with myself this time last year so each time you know look back a year for now if you're doing better than what you were then Mate, that's, that's how I compete this against is,
0: uh, this is how I so this is how I broke my addiction is I've used the gym Obviously, for my self respect and you know, discipline every day. So, I've got a routine mm-hmm. every day. I play golf once a week with my family because I'm pretty good at that. So, I get to show off. So, that's a little boosting confidence. And it's my mm. weed just to chill out everything out and yeah. make them on. It's... Sometimes watching telly on your own can be, I'm not really a telly watcher, but you know what I mean? Sitting on your own yeah. in the evenings for me could be boring if you're not doing nothing. But if you've got a joy job, yeah. it's a fucking good night. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you're quite happy just to sit there on your own. Yeah, right. And My wife and I have trouble. different tastes in TV. So, like, she she likes all our kind of orange county housewives and things like that so she's quite content me being out in the shed on my own um, carving up wood being a, being a dough ball on my own and, and she gets to do what she wants to do in the evening so we've, we've got quite a good routine but I like more in company I really do I could get quite comfortably set in my own company Mate
0: I'll do this for a small life just speak to people three times a week and I won't see anyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just have to get someone to post something through the door and I'm done Yeah. So what about you, what, what, what are you smoking in a minute? You got
1: uh, t- yeah. The unfortunate side with it not being legal is you kind of get what you're given to yeah, some degree, yeah. and and the options are very limited. And of course, a, a a drug dealer can tell you whatever the hell he wants. You know that that, that gold sparkle that you've just bought there. I've never yeah. heard a sparkle in my life, but he's telling me that's oh, what it well, is. Well, you're
0: lucky; you're uh, the first one.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I get green stuff that smells lovely and goes well in a that's joint. That's what
0: that, you that, mean, mate. I, um, a bit oh, yeah I got a lad, a, a lad that brings some stuff to me. I only buy three at the time or whatever. Uh, but he had two nice ones. <laughs> he bought them to me and they were really nice. But he said the names and which one was which and straight away I put them in my hand, and just put them in the pot. <laughs> I, <was laughs> like, I don't know which one's which
1: but. Well, I tell you, I spent um, five hours. I sent you a few pictures yesterday. I spent, no, sorry, six oh, yeah. hours make, yeah, making so this. So I got myself a, a quarter. I, I split it into a four. I'm not going to. You know, I'll put three and a half grams into what I'm going to yep. introduce my wife to. That way if she doesn't like it, it's not a horrendous financial hit. So um, basically you get coconut oil, um, just virgin coconut oil. It's about three quid for a jar of it, Tesco sort of stuff. And, um, and you just melt it. It just basically looks like cooking oil by the time you've melted it. It looks yep. like lard. Um, and you get, your, you get your cannabis, grind it up, put it on a greaseproof um, sheet of paper into the oven for about half an hour, 40 minutes, and that takes all the... I believe there's a technical term for it, decarbing or something like that. Um, and yeah. it dries it out and, and the oil's still intact. So you then chuck your cannabis product into your jar um of um coconut oil. Yeah. And have that jar of coconut oil in a pot of boiling water, just kind of simmering in water. So you don't want it to be in direct contact. So it's like so you basically get your pot of boiling water. Agree. Jar, uh, yeah, so you get your jar of um oil and cannabis. And you leave it on there just on a light boil for about six hours minimum. Everywhere on the internet said about six hours minimum. Um, so I did that and then you strain it with a cheesecloth and squeeze it with all your might to get every last drop out. Yeah. And with a, a greeny kind of oil instead of a, um, a a clear oil. And then you just use that oil as an ingredient in whatever it is you're planning on making. Just tastes like coconut. Um, so I made jelly um i was trying to find gelatin because i was going to make gummies and um i couldn't find any after going <laughs> to the shops. so so i got loads of jelly, <laughs> of jelly. Um, so i figured that'll do and um so i added a, a little bit of water um just like so it was kind of Took that mix, added a bit of water, and then just kept adding bits of the jelly and then kept whisking it because if you leave it, you'll see it separate. You'll see liquid jelly at the bottom, cannabis oil at the top. So <laughs> you want that to mix, so you have to keep I'm mixing it, it up. Yes, yeah, so, and you just get pure, horrible tasting cannabis at the top of it. <laughs> so you keep mixing it until it goes a bit gelatinous, till the, the viscosity thickens. And, um, and then once it thickens, it won't separate but then you've got a very limited time between it thickening and it hardening. So you get it into your mold real quick. So I just used a, a donut, I believe it was a donut silicone. Yeah, it was tree. donut circles. Yeah. And, um, and that job's are good and stick it in the freezer, peel it out, and there you go. I think I about a dozen altogether. I made more than I wanted to. Yes. Uh, but she tried two yesterday, and I kind of weighed it up, It's probably about maybe a joint's worth in three of them. So I was trying to kind of figure out where yes, we'd be the how much is getting show. in. Yeah, but of course, I don't know what the kind of how much you lose when you're you're boiling it, and and just generally the whole process. I don't know how strong it's going to be. No. Then, a tricky. But I knew that I only put three and a half in throughout the whole process. But as so. long as you know your
0: ratio, then you can adjust it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So um. So that went okay. She said she did feel a little bit more chilled out, but she's still a little bit kind of mm, about it because she, she kind of got caught in mouth, and and you know, and she, yeah. she experienced a few side effects she wasn't prepared for. I mean, you and I both know that you get yourself some bloody liquid when you're smoking, because especially yeah, if you're chatting right. as well. Yeah, have got three bottles of water and
0: a jug of Yes.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so it was a good experience. I've got them in the fridge now. We've got a few days before they run out. And worst case scenario, if she doesn't like them, then I'll eat them. So oh, yeah, I was,
0: I was, I was going to wonder how she got on with them because the last thing you said is she ate them about a half hour ago. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, like, no, so
1: she hasn't had any today, but she tried three um, yesterday. Uh, well, she had two, didn't feel a huge effect, then had a the third one and, and kind of felt, not too bad but uh, it was kind of mixed reviews but the problem there is that I think the issue there is that she's not she doesn't trust it overly because the government says it's bad Yes, um, and that's kind of lingering in the back of her mind and I struggle to control the dosage and make it a I mean let's face it sucking down jelly that tastes a bit like weed it's not the most pleasurable no. experience so I, I try my best to make it for her in a way that that, that works well but yeah. if it was all i could go down to a shop and this cbd stuff whilst i appreciate it works for some people i have tried that before with my wife we've, we've tried cbd that you can buy from holland and barrett and whilst i completely believe in its effects it really didn't help my wife a great deal so yeah. I, I wanted something with a little bit of THC in there to try and kind of, you know, that muscle relaxant side of it, that yeah. chill you Yeah, so, but yeah, she's still quite well, nervous. you to... know,
0: um, you know, there's, there's ways around that, but anyway, we'll talk a, offline another time anyway. Yeah. Um, But, they, so, um, what group did you see me post my message in?
1: Uh, I think it was Legalised Cannabis UK. Legalised Cannabis. It.
0: So I post one in there yeah. and in the, Grow UK one and
1: it's kind of much like yourself I joined that page this day about a week ago um, in an attempt to try and network a little bit more because I am struggling with the edible side all, but I want to show my wife who has I mean, to give you an idea she's got fibromyalgia chronic fatigue lupus bulging disc disease degenerative disc disease mm. um, what else is it well anxiety depression that comes with all those aches yeah, and pains fatigue as well so she's got all these issues so I'm, I'm trying my best to find a way to
0: medicate
1: her. Yeah. but hey well, my, my,
0: my, I'm mean, i going to be talking to everyone. So my next goal now is I'm going to put a post out, probably to find someone that can run me through some recipes on here. And we'll get you hooked up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I was know, a know chef people that do
0: it
1: properly it, on but, here that we know. Yeah. I mean, I can cook fine. It's just using that ingredient and trying to make it appealing. Um, it's really tricky I mean when I was younger you would dump it in a yoghurt and put up with the taste it was one of those things I've never
0: really been a smoker, I have my promise. I've never really been a bong hitter or nothing like that I've always like
1: I love, yeah. a,
0: sniff. I
1: love a sniff when I was uh, when I you know kind of lads 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 all that sort of stuff yeah. I, was, I, I was I was young and taft I mean I, nowadays I just prefer a smoker I've it. never had I did.
0: Smoker mates, really. My brother's a smoker. A few of us are smokers now, but my mates were always gearheads. we were always
1: partyers. you
0: know
1: what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, But I kind of worked in nightclubs for a number of years, so I can completely appreciate that scene. Um, it was never mark up with I mean, I, I did have I did have my drinking years, um, but in your early twenties, we all do, don't yeah.
0: we? Yeah, I was lucky. But, I I found you know I got my wife when I did. I sort of party loads. Um, was a bit wild, and then found my wife. And sort of, we both sort of fell in love with gym at the same time. So we just pretty much smashed the gym for. Years, so I was clear. I do miss bit going bit.
1: to the gym. <laughs> I do miss being fit. Um, i more of a bodybuilder than a bodybuilder now. yeah, I'm quite good. I can control my weight quite well. I don't struggle with that, fortunately. Despite yeah, using the evening, I kind of traded things out and made a conscious decision. I got to 15 stone and thought, hold on a minute. And um, I, I kind of looked at a couple of things that I tend to snack on, the kind of pan of chocolates and oh. the real horrible. <laughs> just going to cut out a couple of things drop back down to 12 and a half oh that's fine so I don't struggle with weight but I would absolutely benefit from getting to the gym a bit more and, oh I do love like uh, the gym
0: for me mate it's good for my neck, yeah. good for my head
1: yeah I used to get paid to go to the gym in the army uh, didn't like it much of the time mind you uh,
0: but anyway back to that but a bit more about the army so uh, what? Uh, how was your experience with the army was it you know what I mean I understand you had your bad times and that but mm,
1: um, I mean, was the old No, no, no. It's a weird one to explain. It's this thing I, I realised um, during a firefight uh, in a dried out riverbed once. Not a particularly harrowing story, this, um, but, but during the firefight, some, some crazy shit happened, as you can imagine. And, um, mm. and afterwards, uh, I remember saying uh, you can have that, that chat, kind of like after a game of football, the, the kind of locker room chat afterwards. And um, I'm hearing one person who was about 20 metres away from me saying, did you see that? i thought, no, I missed that. And then I'm saying to him, did you see this? And he's like, oh, my God, no, I missed that. And and both quite significant things. And, and everybody, almost everybody there had a week in a story. Like, did you see that happen? Yeah. like no, I was watching what happened. And I thought that... This, the strange thing is every one of us are in the exact same fight but my experience was totally different to the guy 20 metres away from me and and so on and so on and so on not any worse or any better just totally different yeah, and totally. No, I'm not saying every single time like that but uh, you know when, when something goes a bit mad and, and stuff happening like I'm watching a tank come in for example while somebody else is, is dealing with uh, a, a chopper coming in and my mm-hmm. focus is on the tank his is on the chopper and, and of course you know so my experience in, in that particular scenario was completely different for his mm-hmm. and but equally still both uh, just as mental I mean it's not all bad you do get some funny experiences the kids are little toe rags, but they're very funny as well <laughs> Kids are kids. They'll chuck rocks at you when you're on the vehicles and you're on top cover. you get hit in the face. I mean, you, you just accept it's a part of life over there. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. And, and you get used to it and you dodge and duck them and you always give the kids the sweeties that nobody likes out of your, your ration packs. It's usually the hard-boiled sweets <laughs> that teeth break up. Horrible. I they um, love it though, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it's like Christmas, morning. I mean, you give an yeah. Afghanistan kid a pen, it's like giving a Scottish or English kid an Xbox, it's ridiculous, <laughs> that they, they have nothing, and they're willing to share it as well, they really are, um, I, I kind of went over there with a really change the world kind of attitude, not that I knew, I knew that I wouldn't change the world, no, but
0: you want to feel you, you your, your part.
1: Yeah, um, but it, you can quite quickly become quite resentful towards um, Afghanis, um, mm. but same token, you you have, I mean, we, we have translators living with us and, and we're checkpoints and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, they're, they're quite educated and, and they're always keen for a philosophical debate, especially about God. It's a bit of a no-no subject because it can get quite heated. Really? And no expect them, but, um, but they're an intelligent people. They're, you know, not many people... I mean, I don't think anybody's ever went into Afghanistan and come out with a win, and, and I don't think we will either. Um, the Russians tried it. Britain tried it over 100 years ago. Nobody's at a death... Death and um, no. loss—that's you know—that's you know, the only thing that you'll get if you try and invade Afghanistan. Death and loss of money. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but you do—you do come across some some really nice moments. But yeah, it's it's not all dismal. No, but
0: yeah. So, so do, does does the time go slow when you're out there? Or...
1: Yes, it's like a prison sentence. You don't count the days at the start and at the end. You count the days. Well, yeah, it's it's funny. Everybody's got their own little process. And um, What you quite often hear is conversations about what food you're going to have when you get back. Mm-hmm. And, and it's daft things. My mum's chip roll or, or stuff like that. Yeah, it's daft yeah. things. And you, you improvise as well and try and kind of make little home comforts. Like yeah, I remember um, one of the boys buried an ammunition tin under the ground with uh, a fire underneath it. And we got some potatoes off the locals and we used this horrible margarine stuff that was just weird looking as a, as a fat and he made chips. It was the most ridiculous level of effort. <laughs> and you know, digging a hole, setting a fire, putting an ammo tin on it, battering with locals for, for potatoes. I mean the whole process was ridiculous. Everybody got about four chips each, but they were the best four chips in the bloody there you go, world. Man, that's what it's
0: about though, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Them so, so you get, are, you, are you still still close some of the boys and that? Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah. Um Facebook's handy for that, isn't it? It keeps everybody in My, touch. My um, game changer. Yeah, uh, I only joined it, uh, Facebook when I joined the army. I didn't know much about tech when I joined the army, and I, I kind of joined Facebook to make sure that I had a way of keeping in touch with everybody. It's an absolute lifesaver for boys out there, but. Uh, the, Obviously, I'm mentioning the, the, the not so bad times there, but the, there is obviously the not so good times there. And mm. what I would consider a truly horrific experience might not even register in someone else's, you know, Richter scale, um, simply because they went through a million times worse than me. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's experience is individual. But um, yeah, it, it's it, at the same token, what what somebody else might say to me, and I might consider it to be quite trivial. You know, is that yes. all? It, it doesn't change the fact that it was quite significant for that individual, no. and and if that individual's struggling, then they shouldn't be ashamed, ashamed to kind of talk about it. You no, often, often find that in physiotherapy when you when you're in there with guys that are truly been pilled and ripped to bits by the most her- horrific circumstances ever, and and I'm sitting there with a bit of a sore shoulder, saying no, no, I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> you're still got you know so you're still hurt yourself, so you know it doesn't change the fact that you're in a lot of pain, and and you know so, um, the yeah, everybody experiences. Night and day from one another. Um, I think the, I think the the biggest moments over there, or one of the biggest moments, is the the moments of what could have been. You know, like my God, that could have went a totally different. Place.
0: Yeah,
1: that's the, you know, because you think about like. When something bad happens, if only I did this, if only I did that. When I mean, you think of something that we, we managed to get away with, or I didn't manage to get, you know, anything, anything bad happened at the end of it, then you yeah. think, oh God, imagine if I had just stepped that one step further. Or, that's that's yeah. when
0: you're when you're in them extremes. That's your brain yeah. replaying their moments. And to be honest, though, like, that probably makes you a better. Better soldier life, you're replaying them and you oh, yeah, you got
1: to reflect, aye, right. and don't get me You see,
0: you, so you don't panic, you know. I think that's the problem in America. Oh, no, I, I don't I, think they train their police Yeah, in America, so they're not used to these shocks. You know what I mean? Whereas if someone jumped at you, You've got a bit more of a, you know, you know, you're not going to react
1: the same, are you? You're going to it's have a funny bit- you say that. I was in a, a nightclub with some friends in Glasgow and um, military friends, and uh, and one of my pals explained and pointed to somebody who says he's a bit of a gangster. Watch him, and uh, he, he was a friendly, f- friendly fella, and uh, and I was drunk and young and stupid and just back from a war zone, thinking I was yeah. the big man, and. Uh, and I went up to him and was like, oh, well, mate, and I shook his hand just like I would anybody else, didn't treat him any more or any less respect, just, you know, that, that standard level you would give somebody when yeah. you're introducing yourself. And uh, and I shook his hand and and, uh, and as I did that, I kind of leaned in and I said, I heard you're a bit of a gangster. And he, he pulled his um, top up a little bit and you could see a, a pistol poking out of his trousers. Oh. And, and I was quite drunk. And, and the only thought that went through my head is, is which bit did what on that gun, pistol you know I was thinking like I reckon I, I could disassemble and, and I was just drunk not caring so that whole kind of being around that ammunition weapons all the you rest you not panicked yeah you know I think any, you know a normal average Joe blog that's never seen a weapon before would- Probably oh, mate, off in the mouth, but I didn't really. run, i a have to run screaming.
0: No,
1: he didn't do it in a mean way. He just, kind of, I just, oh, I heard a bit of a gangster, and he kind of lifted his top up just to mm-hmm. kind of demonstrate. He was a bit drunk as well, and it was just a kind of, yeah. you know, let it's man, it's, it's just a man. It's it's just a man. Yeah, and I, I just kind of glanced down and went, "Nice." She carried on shaking his hands. "Nice to meet you," and just carried on with the evening. Like he was just kind of, it wasn't a big thing, but I think if the wrong person had done that, they could have potentially got a bit. Alarmed with it, so yeah, oh, I, mate, I,
0: definitely. I would have, I would if I'm not used to I've, ne- I've never shot a real gun, I ain't. I've shot, a yeah, a gun, but you know, it's, I like fortune. No, I like the it's, not,
1: it's not so much desensitized to it, it's just you understand that it's not yeah. dangerous, it's, it's b- like
0: anything, b- though. Like, me and my brother do a bit of MMA like training and that, mm. and it just makes uh, you know, what I mean, just it, it, if someone's come, you no, know, not like I hate fighting, if like that, but I just know, like, yeah. If, Something happened. I ain't on the you know what I mean, I'm not gonna panic. I'm gonna have a rough idea yeah. of what
1: I'm doing. It's self-confidence it's important to have, otherwise you, you become anxious when you're out in public. And and if you are anxious when you're out in the public, learn some self defense and it'll help exactly. you. Exactly. I think
0: everyone should I think everyone should be taught some discipline young, like boxing it's a or bit, something um,
1: like yeah, I, I've been inquiring about karate from a little boy who's five. But obviously, hey, we cope, so once the COVID's calmed down and, and, and no longer an issue, he'll be he'll be starting karate. And it, I I always kind of think of it as a bit like a condom; it's better to have and not need than need not have. Exactly.
0: Uh, and it's like, it's like <laughs> when, when we was going to a place we were brother in Bedford, they shut down. though like, after you know with COVID, but mm. um, I, <clears throat> if everyone got on well there. It was a nice little you know. It was nice going there and seeing people having a chat before and mm-hmm. after it was a community but I like pushing myself mate. I love it that's why I love the gym it's never over
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's always there Monday morning boom I'm back in there if I go Monday morning I'm in for a good week
1: yeah I, 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 go, I, I think yeah, I, mean, I was just
0: going to say um God, you know, I keep keep getting
1: us distracted from what I wanted to talk about with that, but we, so, we tend to go off on
0: tangents. <laughs> that's it, mate. It's been a smoker, mate. Yeah. That's part of it. I, 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 it's I was, nice talking to people uh, like this. I've, I've smoked, smoked pretty
1: much the whole conversation, so yeah. yeah. Same here, mate. Um,
0: I don't know what I'm smoking, I, feel, I, mean,
1: I think it's, it's paramount self defence. I mean, there is nothing more crippling than getting the crap kicked out you until that person decides he's wanting to stop and that is a terrifying experience to go through and it can really impact someone all the way through their life so uh, I'm a big believer that my wee boy isn't going to have that if you can eliminate bullying from your kid's life you you would do it and I think if I get them taught on how to do it then jobs are good and it'll just take care of itself to be honest
0: bullying would mostly be sorted out first conflict
1: yeah yeah. first one
0: if you show if you show it
1: Yeah, it's funny, um, there was a lad in Basic with us, um, Chris Lazara, uh, he was an outstanding Standing soldier, really nice guy, absolutely phenomenal person. The utmost respect for this chap. And anybody that served with him would say the exact same thing. And um, he's sadly in a wheelchair now because of a knee injury, not military related, but probably added to it a bit. And uh, he was a, a black belt in karate. And, and often, what would happen in basic training when <clears throat> when lads would get a bit uh, frustrated with one another and, and things looked like they were escalating, he would kind of mediate and you bloody listen to the man that's got a black belt in karate. He never, to, <laughs> he never had to throw a punch. never had to throw a kick. Everybody knew he had a black belt in karate and that was good enough, so he didn't that's have to deal enough. with it. So that's, uh, I think that's, that's part of having it. So if my wee boy ends up with a black belt, nobody's going to...
0: Mate, I'm true believer in that from young age, discipline. Anything, gym... No, maybe not the gym, obviously, for the suit yeah, of that's it. Five Anything anything yeah. you have to put in effort and you don't get instant gratification, you have to wait for it, that which I like about gym, because you don't go today and get the muscle tomorrow, you got to work for it until you start seeing it. I think that just inside, you know, <clears throat> too many people just want instant gratification, which leads you down Yeah, uh, you know, some like today yeah. rather than a tenner tomorrow.
1: It's funny you say that, I'm, I'm looking at a, a wood carving I'm working on at the moment, I bought a, a um, railway sleeper, it was only 17 oh, yeah. pounds um, seventeen fifty, and i Cut a sixty-centimeter block off it, and I've been hacking it into something. And I keep getting asked if I make things. Can I can make ornaments, or, or I'll take a whiskey barrel and I'll turn it into a clock or something like that. And uh, so I, I've got quite a ridiculous amount of tools, and I often get asked, like, why aren't you using your power tools on it? And a little, and it's not for any. I don't even know why I do it. But it's, uh, I, I don't let myself use power tools. It's got to be hand tools. I could do it in a, I could do it in a few days with power tools, but it'll take me a few weeks with hand tools. My wife often gets puzzled, but then when she shows somebody something that I've made, she like, yeah, he didn't use a single thing other than these hands and metal tools on it rather than uh, drills and, and band saws and whatnot. I mean, this is a 60 centimetre block of uh, railway sleeper. I think I've got... If you were to look at my floor, there's so much sawdust on it because I'll, I'll clear it every time I finish a project and it's <laughs> ludicrous. But I well, could have finished this probably two, three days ago, but I've got another two weeks to go because I'm not taking the easy route because it's part of the process. I love it. So what do you do
0: with it? What do you do with you Are you
1: selling them? Um, so I sell the clocks. Um, to be honest with you, I don't make a lot of money out of them. The, there's a, a place near me called Steptoes Yard and uh, they sell whiskey barrels for £15 or, or, or a just a lid for a fiver. Yeah. So you take it home, sand it down, drill a hole through it, put some numbers on it, put a clock mechanism through it, and they sell for £75. Um, so it's about £18 it cost me to make, and it takes about four hours from start to finish to produce. So it's not mega bucks, but it's not about the money. It means that I can maybe buy a few extra tools, or because I just yeah. love
0: lost- well, no. mate, I don't I I, I wanna do this then. Well my advice to you straight away what you should be doing is do you film any of this or
1: record any of this or you got a YouTube channel right Um there? no I did a. I did have a woman that commissioned a clock from us because what I do is um one of my, my last job is I work for Xerox and, and a client I had was a Tilly Bardon Distillery, uh which yeah. is a big distillery and um, the whiskey barrels I get are from that distillery, so I still know the managerial people at that distillery and I've got a bit of an insider kind of, cause I've been given the tours that most people don't get when you're in there as a, as a business consultant. So, um, I got the full history of the barrel. So they start off as a, um, an American oak. They go to Spain. They have to be used as um, a wine, uh, for wine for 10 years. Um, and Jez de la, I think it was called. Was the, I, I write it down though, but um, it's a city in Spain. It's near, near, uh, So it goes, it, it's a it's a, an American oak transformed into a wine barrel. It's got used for wine for a minimum of 10 years before it's allowed mm-hmm. to be used for sherry. So then it's used for sherry, just aging sherry, not making it. And, um, mm-hmm. And after it's been used for sherry, and that can be anywhere between four and 20 years, depending on the quality of the sherry. After that, it gets then transported to Scotland and is used for... um, distilling whiskey and and uh, sorry aging whiskey in Tilly and So I managed to kind of piece together the whole story of where yeah. that wood was grown, where the, um what city it was used in, how it trans and they're usually about sixty years before they're they're ready to be sold off to people like myself. So there's a lot of history behind it and I, I type all right. it on the back of it. I think people quite like that. And the fact right. that it's- you know, it's, it's handcrafted and all that sort of stuff. You should be,
0: if you should be, this is what i would do because I've, I've like since COVID, but uh, um, I've been trying to get on the internet. I want to earn money on the internet eventually, so I've been looking into everything. You should be doing something with that. You should be making a YouTube channel, filming yourself yeah. making it. There's far, there.
1: there's far better people out there than me uh, at an right. <laughs> it, and for that, there's
0: a million people podcasting,
1: but my um, my wife and I are in the. the- Cause starting our own business, soon, so my focus is going to go drawn towards that. Um, oh, cool. So, so what? Can you say what it
0: is, or do you want to keep uh, You know,
1: it's going to be an embroidery business. It's not going to be anything exciting. Um, it, it's uh, targeting kind of school age kids. We're all plugged into that kind of. Um, oh, so, targeting who? Uh, school age kids. Personalised things like school bags and teddies and things what like are you that. you doing embroidery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's not your typical manly thing if you do specialist military. <laughs> mate, I've got, mate. You know, what I'm
0: looking at right now. I've got a heat press here and a vinyl plotter. I've got. Well, there a you go.
1: So, well, my wife and I, um, I lost my job sadly, um, about a year and a half ago. I, I just, mm. I underperformed, unfortunately, and um, oh, that's that easy. that kills, you know, and to be fair because i've been in sales for, for kind of quite some time there's about four phone calls you can make when you leave a sales job and yeah. you walk into another but my wife was a bit burnt out with the hours that i would be working in these kind of environments and yeah. so we decided i wasn't going to go back to work um i was going to go and retrain at college i did a year um for uh with accountancy i got tested and found out i had dyslexia and dysgraphia so that was an interesting um what's, i've got
0: dyslexia what's the other one
1: uh, dysgraphia is to do with the um, pronounce, uh, sorry, the way you yeah, to do with the way you pronounce what you read. I think is the best way to describe oh, really? it. So, um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so I did a year at college, and then we started to discuss me doing a second year at college or doing knuckle down and me go back to work. And her health deteriorated more, so we decided mm-hmm. I'm not going back to work. The the option, and then we looked at all the different businesses that we could see ourselves doing, and um, that was one that she got quite excited about. And because uh, I, mean, I used to go and sell printers and things like that, so I would, I would look at how a company's using all the different printers and, and see if we can come up with a better solution, cheaper, newer software, yeah. whatever it might be. And um, the embroidery industry is very much like that when it comes to leasing and whatnot, so it's quite easy to wrap my head around. So for the last kind of Eight months we've been doing as much research as possible, putting together a business plan, and around about January or February, depending on the market, we're going to launch yeah. it. But yeah, I mean these machines cost like six grand, so they're, they're, it's an expensive process to go through. But we worked hard and um, to. Mate, you've got to go for these things. Yeah, what <laughs>
0: I'm doing, I'm just if you don't. You know, if you don't try, you definitely ain't going to win. What right
1: we're now. not trying to achieve is a million pound a year income. We're looking to just make our lives a lot more comfortable. And, and be, you know, exactly, uh, mate.
0: That's all it's about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just having enough,
1: but... Uh, I, for too I long, long, I lived to work, 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 and now, I'm, you know, uh, now right, I, right. I work to live, and, uh, and it's quite well, nice. So.
0: Well, don't we, because you've got that to now, why don't you... Um, like I'm gonna, I've got a website going up, my 460.com, where I'm going to be doing my T-shirts and, and no, anything we can put up for you or any links to your website or anything. Thanks, or if man. you want to put in any of these clocks up, mate.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like I, I tend to turn people down because I'll get asked a bit too often and it takes it away from being a hobby and something. Yeah, that's mate, that's... Uh, mate, I
0: respect so, you anything. That's, uh, that's... I mean... But, but like I say, but, but honestly...
1: They're good, they're good Christmas presents and stuff like that. Yeah. So.
0: anything... But, no, but anything you want... If you want to come back on it, well, I definitely want you to come back because you know. Um, I can send
1: you some stuff actually. You'll be still on Facebook, so I can actually send you. Um, that's what I
0: mean. Send me, but um, but you know, definitely come back because you should be doing something. You've got, you've got something about you that should, should I've, be I've, telling people. You've got, you've got good stories. You know what I mean? There's a podcast out there for people like you. Definitely. Gosh, Mate, this is, a, this is
1: a this is a weird. No, no, it's it's a weird one. It's about another kind of three weeks to go before, or two weeks to go. So Wait. I'll show you where I'm at. Oh my, that
0: is complicated. It's, to,
1: it's it's yeah, it's hard to explain um, until it's finished. My wife keeps asking what you're doing. so
0: I I sat the phone. I'll, I think yeah. it's just my internet. Loading in pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's just me farting about with that. But oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm making it for see, any particular it. reason. So it's, it's it's not about making it for any particular reason. It's just about knocking the shit out of something with a hammer therapy, and mate. the it's children yeah yeah exactly uh, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't work out or it breaks or exactly. nobody likes but, it but, it's but just but about honestly,
0: yeah. like, I honestly want you to come back as many times you want to talk but my website is going to be for everyone that comes on this podcast to do you know you ain't got to do nothing if you don't want to it, but it's going to be there anyone that comes yeah. on that's got a project or anything they're passionate about will link it or post it anything so when you you know I know I probably can't help you out anyway thinking about it but
1: oh no as I mentioned I'm I'm not looking to advertise this enough and I just kind of giving you an idea of what I'm I'd doing love, in my shed at I'd, the moment I'd, I'd <laughs> love you
0: to come back again whenever you want mate yeah
1: definitely mate
0: I sit most nights just chilling so we can we can pick another topic one day and just go a bit more in on that
1: absolutely well alright I'm going to get in the house and make myself a cup yeah, of coffee right, I'm going to go um, mate and eat hot. my
0: dinner yep. and I will nice and uh, early and I'll think <laughs> like I say I'll probably edit over a couple of days and send you a link when it's
1: done yeah feel free to um, add us on Facebook definitely as well, mate we will
0: definitely definitely and i um, would say anyone you know or or, or if you have anything you want to talk about just come straight back on my friend awesome have a great evening okay Dave friend. you have a nice um, evening to, like, your name take out care put yeah. your name out of it
1: If you stick with Tony, that'll do fine, mate.
0: Tony, have a great evening. Awesome. Okay, mate. Cheers. Cheers. bye